0: like you to define what the job is and i'd like you to give each other different names because that gives you permission if you're not called rob you're called simon it gives you permission to do other things all right
1: last week i joined seven other people in london for a level 1a improvisation training led by jeremy finch of the spontaneity shop i was intrigued by improv and in taking some time and space to learn how as an adult to play again as adults in 2017 We don't play very much. As Tom Selinski and Deborah Francis White, founders of Spontaneity Shop, write in The Improv Handbook, many adults have simply stopped being creative, so those muscles are tired and atrophied. The imagination is like a scared animal. It needs cosseting and encouraging. And so there we were, gathered in a room, in an arts centre in London, all looking slightly nervous, but ready to cosset and encourage our imaginations. In this podcast, I talked to Jeremy and to some of the people who took part and I started by asking Jeremy what it was that he had in mind for us that weekend.
0: So Level 1A is an introduction to improvisation. By improvisation, I mean creative collaboration, making stuff up on the spot, often in front of an audience. So it involves generating material in the moment. It also involves engaging with your creative partners, listening, being present. That's the sort of performance aspect, the, the Zen like in the moment aspect. And then there's another side to it, which is understanding story structure and how we create compelling narratives that enchant us or move us or capture our imaginations. Um, So you're both a writer and an actor, but at the same time. So some of the things we do this weekend, I'm getting you to be more of an actor being in the moment. Some things we did this weekend, I'm getting you to be more in a writer's almost analytical head. And then sometimes we're putting the two together.
1: If you look down, lower down, on the, on the qualities that I admire about myself, yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that fits well for our I Do you find you have lots of highs and lots of lows as a result
3: of that? Uh, my name's Phoebe. I found the days of the workshop really pleasurable. Um, I had a different thought of what it was going to be before I came, which was to do more with mind, perhaps, and body uh, interaction and there's more language, but I've, I've enjoyed that. So, and the way we've been using language and using interaction, it's given me lots of thoughts and ideas. Hi, I'm Alex. Yeah, I really
2: enjoyed it. It's nice kind of just doing something a bit different, that kind of adult silliness, uh, some of the other guys probably talked about. And being in the moment, kind of doing something that's quite spontaneous, not too, too thought through and planned.
4: Okay, so uh, it's Tony, Tony White, having done improv previously in a past life in, about seven years ago and actually a little bit more recently at another improv school I have to say I found this weekend to be really really good uh, the teacher has been excellent and the students have really worked well together it's been good fun um, we've learnt what well, I personally have learned quite a lot uh, about myself and how to do improv better and yeah I'm looking forward to the last few uh, remaining hours
5: I'm Daisy Beckham, um, 27 years old. <laughs> oh, I found it really great. Um, definitely new. Um, surprised by how much analysis there is, uh, but we work quite well as a group together, I think. Uh,
0: hi, I'm Paolo. I'm 27 years old. Yeah, I've really enjoyed uh, doing an improv class. Um, I wanted to push myself out of my comfort zone and do something a bit different from my everyday life. So I um, thought it'd be good to do this, and yeah, it's not disappointing. Can you make the interviewer's hands show his fear? I mean, so what <laughs> we say,
2: psychopath? How how psychopathic are we? Uh,
0: i think i'm not taught you any new skills or insights i think a lot of it is remembering like remembering a playful open more childlike state that we have with the people we're most comfortable with in our lives and i think it's even the in the more analytical parts of it the status work which is about submission and dominance about our physicality uh, or the story structure stuff beginnings middles and ends and Details on that. I think we know that. I think that's part of our deep knowledge as as humans, as as social beings. But maybe it's not in the forefront of our of our uh, our thought. So I'm just bringing like deep knowledge to the to the front.
3: I think the interaction between the group. I think the teacher's been very open and pulled out a very what I was going to say homely response from us from us I'll keep that word because I felt at home and I felt it was easy to work with different people there's a kind of a an absorption in the group that everyone seems to have
2: what highlights I, I enjoyed our bee story where we uh, had a bee that went to Africa to meet cousin had some weird psychedelic initiation rituals yeah I think that that was one but I think the whole the whole thing, I was concerned I think coming that I might find it quite draining and quite hard work whereas actually it's just its really good fun A lot of, and just sparking off people to be really good fun.
5: So the reason that I um, kind of decided to come today is a few reasons. Uh, one is kind of a podcast actually, I, I listen to a few comedy podcasts uh, by the Spontaneity Shop, the Guilty Feminist podcast so um, Wanted to do one of their workshops, um, and then I just wanted kind of an area to play and be silly and learn a few new things.
4: I've been nominated as a murderer of my own wife in one of <laughs> one of the one of the plays, and we've seen somebody eat a peasant not a pheasant. That was also quite good, uh, and we had chocolate dipped emu or ostrich. I'm not sure which, but so there has been a number. Uh, I think all in all, that's. The, uh, it, it's just how well the group has worked together. That's for me, because I've seen a number of other groups and this one has definitely worked very smoothly. Daisy,
0: will you withdraw a weapon from somewhere on, on Tarquin's uh, I felt, yeah,
1: person?
0: I think play is learning. It's how we learn, isn't it? Having lots of goes at things. And when learning becomes formal and and institutionalized in our education that's sometimes where for, for lots of us even those of us that really like learning like you and me there's areas that will just shut off and, and we become more and more rigid as we get older and we lose that flexibility and openness mm. so doing this sort of stuff again is a remembering of a, a freer state as adults in a sort of busy city I think we're very good at staying in our little boxes and I think we're a bit scared to come out of those boxes so this gives you an opportunity to come out of your, your box and um, just experience something a bit different.
3: Oh I think it enormously matters that adults make time to play I think there's such a loss of the playful in adults, feeling, you know, you might look silly or it's a waste of time. And actually I think it's it's an expansion of the soul, it's a feeling of joy. And you're not playing as a child, you're playing as an adult and finding depths of playfulness in yourself.
2: I think otherwise you just you're working the whole time and it's all about yeah, and, you, and even social interactions can become quite kind of planned affairs and things. You're, you're, you're scheduling time, and so just build some time for spontaneity. Which is, yeah,
4: good. Safe space is not necessarily the term that I want to use, but you do have a place where you can let go and not follow the rule, not conform to what is normally expected of you as an adult. That's for sure. So yeah, it's uh, from that perspective. It's been quite good fun. It's been liberating, exhilarating. Uh, Personally, I wanted to come and and get a better grasp of accepting other people's ideas because this is what improv's about. It's about supporting, making the other person look good. And you do that by supporting what ideas they put out there. For me, that was part of the... Yeah, that's what improv is for me at the moment. It's just being a better listener. And hopefully that's starting to, uh, to bear fruit.
5: We were using the uh, game cubes, uh, uh, story cubes. I really liked that. I really, I found that to be a highlight um, because we were continuing on a story coherently. Uh, instead of doing individual words, creating story by doing individual words, we were creating a story together, but more coherently.
0: Why are you
2: waving a, a gun around the top Um uh, I, I'm not very comfortable
0: with the effects of it. Uh, I think it changes people's awareness of relationships. If you've got to have a difficult conversation or you're you have to deal with somebody who's very negative, you've got other strategies that you can consciously bring, yes anding, that might change that relationship.
5: Um, So I think what I've learned in the last few days will probably encourage me to do a few more classes and and kind of explore the different areas within improv a bit more and maybe do a few more courses in the future.
0: Definitely being more present and more expressive with my actions and and words. I think the yes and
2: principle is, yeah you can take that into anything Uh, and that willingness to be a bit silly and not take yourself too seriously, I think it's important.